Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Welcome back to another Absolute Podcast with your host, the Absolute Professional Bryce Van Pelt. Today, uh, we have a very interesting episode for all of you. It's it's something different. I did not think I was going to do this, but out of the blue, I kind of just thought, why not? You know, um, this is part one, technically, of my whole career. Yeah, we're giving a whole rundown of everything I've done, period, whether it comes to backyard wrestling or pro wrestling. We're doing a whole rundown, and today, we are starting with primarily just KWA before it was KWA, uh, ECW, I guess you could say, because when I uploaded my announcement talking about KWA dying, um, not dying, me, sorry, (laughs) me leaving KWA, when I started talking about that, that was when uh, I said in the video to a lot of people, they say that KWA started in 2015 because that's when we got the ring and such, 2016-ish, um, but to me, KWA truly started in 2011, and today, I'm basically going to sit down and tell you exactly why I feel that way. Uh, so let's get into it. I have all my notes written with dates. Now, I would also like to point this out before we really get into it. Some of the dates are kind of jumbled. I don't know why. I did this off of date of uploads, um, not date of when they were uploaded, just date of how, what day they were uploaded to YouTube. So, Yeah. You can go back and watch all of these on KWA Archives. All you have to do is when you get on the channel, go to Videos, hit Filter, and then go uh, Oldest to Latest Upload, and then you can just search through there. So let's kick it off. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the whole career of BVP. There's some Bryce Van Pelt twingled in there, some Bryce the Psycho Clown Van Pelt. There's a lot. Uh, it all started off August 1st, 2011, with the very first ECW slash KWA match, when it was DB taking on BVP. Now, the reason I even put this in is because it's the first match. It's the very first sighting of BVP. Uh, so if you really want to know when it all started, that's when it all started technically. Obviously, there were times before that where I would wrestle off of camera, but primarily, this is when KWA started. This is when BVP became an actual thing. After that, the next notable thing in BVP's career was BVP versus Brodus Clay. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically my buddy dressed up as Brodus Clay. Um, I won, obviously. There's no way I was going to let Brodus Clay beat me. Uh, <laughs> no offense. I would probably let him beat me nowadays, but then there was no way I was going to let Brodus Clay beat me. This was April 3rd, 2012. Um, I did cut a promo afterwards saying how I was going to take over and this, this, and that. It's not a good promo. It's it's poor, poor penmanship. There's going to be a lot better things as we continue on. After that, we have BVP taking on The Sickness, May 25th, 2012. Now, the reason I put this in is because it is The Sickness's debut. And the reason that is so notable is because The Sickness is going to be a big part of my career once we continue on through this. And you'll understand why as we continue. BVP's first Joker promo is June 3rd, 2012. The reason this is so notable is because this is when BVP slowly becomes that psycho clown character. uh, That looking back I hate so much, but now looking back I kind of... After watching all of this and putting myself through the most pain in the world, because this all sucks to watch back, uh, this all was a very, very rough time in my life. This wasn't necessarily, but when we get down to the nitty-gritty, that's when things are going to be very, very rough. Um, 
But the first Joker promo is kind of where it all started for the actual BVP character. We had the ECW Royal Rumble, December 17th, 2012. There's nothing too notable about that. I kind of just wanted to point it out. It was myself, J-Dog, uh, The Sickness, I think Rune Hoodie and the Ninja, and maybe Blade? I could be wrong. Um, and then we had my first N NWO promo. Yeah, ECW BVP NWO promo, January 1st, 2013. And I don't know if I the date on the rumble but it was december 17 2012 anyway january 1st 2013 the first nuw or nwo promo i'm so used to saying nuw um this is when i made my own group and yes it was a parody of the nwo it was bad it was really bad our catchphrase was suck it for life we were a mix of dx and the nwo uh but that is notable and we'll come back to it the ECW Championship Reveal, January 9th, 2013. This was my first ECW title reign, uh, and we revealed the championship. It was this uh, San Francisco Toy Makers, or I could be wrong. I don't think that's what it was. I think it was a wrestling superstore kid-sized belt of the ECW Championship. It was a replica, yes, but it was a kid size, so it was very, very small. Um, and we revealed that, and I was the first champion. Then we had the ECW Hardcore Battle Royal, January 13th, 2013. The reason I wanted to point this out is because it is the beginning of the rivalry between myself and J-Dog. This is kind of where it all started, where it all kicked off. Basically, the way I would describe the rivalry is I was the, the bigger brother, the older brother, who wanted nothing more than to show that he wanted to control this company and make it all his own. This is everything he could have ever wanted. That's why he made himself the world champion. But J-Dog was the only person in the way, and he had to get him out of the way. NUW was still, or NWO, god damn it. NWO was still a thing here. It was still building up and whatnot. And, uh, yeah. So then after that, we had the ECW uh, Hardcore Christmas Ladder Match, January 13th, 2013. Pitting two NU NWO members against each other in uh, BVP and The Sickness. The reason I point this out is because, yet again, it's another sickness match. But also, he doesn't like to admit it, but this was the very first loss for the sickness in his career. I beat him in a ladder match fair and square, um, but he doesn't like to admit that. So he did re-record it that same day, upload it that same day, where he won. He wanted to be this undefeated monster, but the more of this goes on, you can tell that's not going to be the case. Um and yeah, and then ECW DB versus BVP, two out of three falls, January 27th, 2013 for the ECW Championship. The reason this is so notable is because yet again, where we started in ECW, we're doing it all over again, but this time it's a two out of three falls, and it's two years later. I don't know why that blows my mind to think that, you know, we did it again two years later, but I don't know. I just thought that was very notable. Uh, I was ECW champion at the time. I beat DB and retained the championship. Uh, and I put this next part in because you'll look, we'll see. We'll see. ECW BVP versus Gravity, February 2nd, 2013. And the reason this is so notable is because Gravity helps me beat up J-Dog and joins the NWO. So now Gravity is a member of the NWO as well. Uh, and that currently leaves us with members of the NWO, myself, BVP, The Sickness, Gravity, and Roman. And I am kind of trying to fast track my way through this because there's a lot uh, when it comes to this. There's a lot to talk about. So I'm really trying to get it all in as much as I can. Sorry, that was my phone. We have 
February 17th, 2013, ECW BVP versus J-Dog in black and white. Now, yet again, J-Dog trying to really fight me off as that evil owner. He had to bring in his friend, and we had a handicap match. And it was a long-ass handicap match. I think there's like five parts to that. I don't know, something like that. But then, uh, this is where things get a little bit odd. It's finally time. We finally have the one-on-one match as ECW BVP takes on J-Dog. Now, here is where things get iffy. For some reason on YouTube, the upload date is December 2014. Uh, But that's weird because the next date for the next thing that I'm going to tell you guys about is 2013. So, I don't know why it shows up as 2014 or what, but... It just shows up as 2014, so there is no exact date as to when BVP took on J-Dog, but it happened, it's uploaded, you can find it, Um, and that is where things finally, you know, J-Dog gets his win over the evil boss. (laughs) And then ECW BVP versus Seth Rollins Jr., March 23rd, 2013, the reason this is so notable is because it is the debut of Ryan Rollins, and he is going to be a big part into my career the more we go on he has one of the biggest storylines in ecw kwa ecw slash kwa history and you'll see why the more we go into it november 23rd my birthday 2013 ecw bvp birthday bash one the very first birthday bash with the big old gauntlet match between myself jay rollins the twin towers j-dog e killer and red man i could be wrong i don't think red man was in that i think it was just e killer um but that's so notable because it was my birthday, obviously. And yet again, it builds with the BVP and J-Dog storyline because J-Dog was in the match. I actually did my first swanton through a table on him, uh, which you're going to see a lot in my career. <laughs> career, I guess. But um, yeah, I just made it, I, I put that in because it's yet again another interaction between myself and J-Dog. ECW BVP versus Wicked J, December 10th, 2013. Now, around this time... There was this group who was like cutting into our feed called ECP. They were supposed to debut, but it just kind of never happened. It kind of just fizzled out. Originally, Dilvon was the leader of this group, uh, but he never showed up. So it just kind of fizzled out, and that's why, because he never showed up. But we had to keep the story going. BVP versus Wicked J, this is how it happened. I came out with Rune Hoodie, and I'm standing in the ring, and I say, Wicked J, get out here now. It's time for me and you to fight. Wicked J's music hits. But I hit Rune Hoodie with a tombstone and prove to the world and show the world that I am Wicked J. Uh, so there was no Wicked J. It was me all along. It was me, Austin! Pretty much. Um, <laughs> that was December 10th, 2013. December 13th, 2013. BVP wins the ECW Championship. Now, this is odd because I cut a promo saying that I won the title. But there is no match showing that I won the belt. So I kind of just gave it to myself again. Um, why? I don't know, but okay. Uh, ECW BVP versus Black and White ECW title match, January 3rd, 2014. Uh, this is just, again, me winning the ECW title, but this is the beginning of the rivalry between myself and Black and White. And somehow, some way, I couldn't tell you why, but Black and White joins the ECP. I remember this match fondly, January 3rd, 2014. We were in the snow. It was literally in the middle of a blizzard. And we're putting each other through this piece of wood and throwing each other on the snow. It was a it was a very weird time. It was a ladder match, by the way. Uh, and I retained the ECW championship. Then we have BVP versus Rune Hoodie, January 7th, 2014. The reason this match is so notable is because, yet again, it continues with the ECP storyline. 
I did hit Rune Hoodie with the Tombstone, uh, making myself Wicked J, but I was no longer Wicked J at this point. I wasn't even a part of ECP. Um, but this also was the very first match in a while that we used glass. We threw glass into the trampoline. Now, it's not actual glass. I just took CD cases and beat the hell out of them and broke them up. That's all it was. I mean, obviously, that could still hurt you badly, but we were all covered up in clothes, so it really couldn't have done too much damage. Um, I didn't put a date on this one for some reason. I couldn't tell you why. ECP or ECW BVP versus Black and White. If Black and White loses, ECP is over. And I put this in quotations because this is yet another me giving myself a title that I didn't actually hold. I didn't win the belt in any way, but I was the WWE champion at this point. I didn't beat anybody for the belt. I just kind of gave it to myself and showed up with it. <laughs> but I beat Black and White and ECP was officially over. And that was kind of like somewhat of the end of the feud between myself and Black and White. Um, yeah, I, I guess so. Now things get a little bit interesting. This kind of starts yet again, that rivalry that I was talking about between myself and Ryan Rollins. ECW versus EBW. BVP promo. BVP breaks in. February 12th, 2014. I broke into the EBW filming. Yes, not the EBW you guys are thinking about. It's not maximus roman or any of that no this is ryan rollins having ebw and i don't know if ebw was a thing around 2014 but if it wasn't uh max if you're listening to this at all i highly doubt you are because you have better things to do with your life than listen to me talk i want my world my royalties i want my royalties for the ebw name i'm calling you out right now i copyrighted it and everything i'm just kidding um <laughs> But I broke into the EBW arena, and Ryan and I talked back and forth, and I basically told him how I was going to win the EBW championship. Him and I did have a ladder match for the EBW championship at EBW versus ECW, the first one. Um, but nothing really came to fruition. Uh, it didn't get uploaded for whatever reason. I think the footage might have been broken or something. But that match just kind of never saw the light of day. Uh, and I went through a door. I went through a damn door in that match. And it just never got shown i don't know why he did win he was still the ebw champion and whatnot but while i was doing the ebw feud i was also uh having ecw bvp versus the sickness the best versus the beast yes this was around the time cm punk was taking on brock lesnar um this was august 12th 2014 i wrestled the sickness yet again the sickness did win uh but i just wanted to put that in because yet again building with the story from myself and sickness him and i wrestle a lot I don't know why I put this in. I don't know what makes this so significant. Uh, but BVP versus Black and White, July 21st, 2014. I guess because, yet again, oh, that's what it was. Okay, never mind. So this was the debut of the new ECW Arena, I guess you could say. <laughs> so there's this park down the street from me. And on the side of the park, like behind it kind of, there's this warehouse. And next to the warehouse, there's this kind of like lumber yard with a bunch of trucks and stuff. And one day, me and my, my little hoodlum self, as well as my friends, we broke into one of the trucks. Uh, and if the police are looking for me for that, now they know where to find me. <laughs> we broke into one of the trucks and we stole mattresses and this, like, framing. And we used it as our ring. Um, but not only that, across the street where that warehouse was, there was a box full of light tubes, which we broke into and luckily this was like an open space so we didn't necessarily break into it 
we kind of just walked into it. I mean, it was more than likely private property, but I don't know. We took a bunch of their light tubes. I don't know if we took the whole box, but I know we took a bunch of light tubes. Uh, and we came back and we used those light tubes in that little area. It was our little arena. We had fun with it. Um, and later on, I'll explain why we were no longer back there or, or let back there. Um, <laughs> so then we have ECW Violence is the Answer. BVP versus the executive of YouTube, the real Slim Shady, in a light tube ladder match. August 7th, 2014. Now, for those people who say that I'm not a deathmatch wrestler, I've never done anything deathmatch-wise, you can go F yourself, because look at me go, baby. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess this was, like, hardcore. I don't know. Um, but I won. We were doing this whole storyline where YouTube was trying to take us down, but we didn't really upload anything for it. It was kind of just a match that we just threw out there. So this was the executive of YouTube, the real Slim Shady, taking me on. I don't know. It's It's... I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. Whatever. ECW BVP versus Jay Rollins, August 15th, 2014. Now, the reason this is notable is because it is the first match with a crowd for us. Yeah, we had a crowd for this show, which is basically just our neighbors and such. Um, but I beat Jay Rollins in a three-parted match, and this was just the beginning of a long story that continued. Um, the story basically was... I thought I was a little badass at the time, and every time I got a girlfriend around that time, I was like, hey, let me use you in a storyline, which obviously didn't pan out too well for me, because nine times out of ten, they would either break up with me, or the relationships just weren't that great. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this was one of those moments where they broke up with me, but th we had a Texas death match because Jay Rollins talked about my girlfriend, uh, but a Texas death match... August 23rd, 2014, myself and Jay Rollins. I beat Jay Rollins, obviously. The rules of the Texas Deathmatch were if you pin your opponent, they had to stay down for the 10 count. Uh, and then again, ECW BVP attacks Jay Rollins and goes to the hospital August 24th, 2014. Now, the reason this was so notable, and I put it in again, building on this feud. Um, but more importantly, <laughs> the, re the main reason that I put this in was because this is how we filmed me going to the hospital. Uh, I got into my parents' van that my mom was driving with Jay. And basically, my mom drove around the block and came back. But we filmed me driving off to make it look like I was going to the hospital. But I wasn't. I was fine. That was August 24th, 2014. I don't know if I said the date, but I'm saying it again. Then we have ECW BVP versus Jay Rollins. The final BVP versus Jay Rollins in that series of feud. September 18th, or no, September 8th, sorry, 2014. Yeah, there's that. Um, EBW, BVP versus The Machine. Now, the reason this is so notable is because, A, it's EBW. I'm wrestling for EBW again, and we'll explain why as time goes on. Um, but also, Ryan Rollins was my crony. I guess you could say we were like a tag team thing. So he had clown face paint on as well. But this is odd because... Now Ryan Rollins and I are a thing. This kind of really started around the Texas Deathmatch because I made uh, Ryan Rollins the special guest referee for the Texas Deathmatch, and him and I were a thing from that point on. And then uh, me and the machine happened, and he we were still a thing. This was September 14, 2014. The machine beat me, I think. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get back to all that stuff. Um, ECW BVP versus Jay Rollins, December 6, 2014. I don't know why I put that one in. I don't know what was so notable about that. Oh, wait. No, I do. I do. So 
this was the last this was a classics episode we would upload old footage this was the last show where we had it in our arena the one that i was talking about earlier where we stole the light tubes and such and now i'm going to tell the story of why we got kicked out it might have even been that day um so the way we would break into these trucks to get these things is we would climb on top of the trucks and go in through the top because there was like a sunroof deal um (laughs) so we were doing that jay got out uh i think we stole another mattress that was in there jay got out of it he got down to the ground i was still on top of the truck at this point that's when we heard a police officer come by uh and he said what are you kids doing here and jay kind of got all you know scared he's like oh we're wrestlers we wrestle blah 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 um (laughs) i'm still on top of this truck what i tried to do to hide from this police officer was the second i saw a cop car i laid down now this is summer at this point this video was uploaded december 6 2014 but this was around the summertime so it is hot outside really really hot um and i'm laying on top of this tin roof of a of a truck and this truck is just burning the hell out of me sorry my phone's really going off but it's just burning the hell out of me. And I come down and the cop's like, what are you kids doing here? And I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm having fun. Just wrestling. And he's like, if I ever see you kids back here again, you you will go to jail. Like, you will be trespassed and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. We left. You know, we were just kids being dumb. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so after that beautiful story of how that all happened let me put my phone on vibrate so it's not still going off um yeah bvp versus jay rollins ebw bryce van pelt versus ryan rollins now the reason this is so significant is because it is technically the very first match of just bryce van pelt um and i should have stated this in the beginning i'm not going to go into other characters that i was playing at the time other than bryce van pelt and bvp um but the reason this is so notable is because it continues the feud between myself and ryan rollins now actually this starts the feud basically the feud was based off of myself being bvp around the time i got way too into the character you know yeah and i'm serious like this literally took over sections of my life because i thought i was bvp i thought bvp was just like a second part of me i don't know why i was a dumb kid things just kind of happened the way they did i wish i can go back and change it but i can't um but basically, yeah, BVP literally took over my life. And this isn't a joke. Like, everybody's probably listening to this like, yeah, yeah, it's whatever. But no, legitimately, I got way too into the character that I thought I was BVP. I was BVP at that moment. Um, so this was me trying not to do that. And this was February 26, 2015. Ryan Rollins' girlfriend at the time. We're not going to go into names because obviously they're not together anymore. And I, and I wouldn't want to bring up names of people. Uh, but she was there. And both of Ryan and herself really cared for me a lot. Because I was Ryan's best friend and such. And I was friends with her as well. It was like a mutual thing. We were all friends. Um, and in the middle of the match of me being Bryce Van Pelt, I snapped. And I turned into BVP. And I looked dead into the camera and I give this like BVP promo. But you could see me look off into the distance after that. And it was because she was literally crying. She was crying. I made her cry. <laughs> um, and it sucked, because that was a very shitty thing for me to do, looking back on it. Uh, but yeah. 
see all this this is honestly very rough time this from this point on it's a very rough time for me because i did a lot of things that i shouldn't have uh, i made a lot of accusations and 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 did a lot of things that i just should not have done and one of those being letting the bvp character legitimately take over my life um so that's why it's so hard to talk about then we have another upload. It's a promo, EBW Aftermath, February 26th, the same day, 2015. This was me and Ryan talking back and forth, explaining why things happened the way they did. And it was us building up to EBW versus ECW2, the ladder match, the big ladder match. Um, and now we're going to get to that. There's a lot that goes into this. There's a big old story. EBW versus ECW2, the ladder match, March 7th, 2015. This was for both the ECW Championship and the EBW Championship as well. And now this goes back to me talking about how BVP literally took over my life. So, <laughs> around this time, like I said, I got into the character. And I was with this girl, whose name is We Will Not Name, again. Um, and one night I just kind of lost it. And I turned into BVP, I guess you can say. Like I said, I was too into the character. A lot of people are probably laughing at me right now, and so be it. I get it. You know, it's silly. A lot of what I'm saying is silly. Even I look back at it and I laugh. Um, but I got too into the character, and I carved an S into my leg. Uh, that was the first initial of this girl's name. It was a bit odd for me to do. Um, looking back on it, it was really odd for me to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of part of the storyline as well as, again, using Ryan's girlfriend and how I upset her and how I'm trying to get back at them. Uh, so the match happened. It was myself, Ryan Rollins, The Machine, Jay Rollins, and Cheeks. <laughs> but he wasn't Cheeks at the time. He was D-Marks. We had this ladder match. I won both the EBW and ECW championships. So now I won both the titles of two of the primary companies. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. ECW BVP's thoughts on the dog collar match, March 16th, 2015. Now the way we were going to build off of the ladder match was having a dog collar match. And we did. We successfully had a dog collar match in backyard wrestling. Something that's never really been done today that I see. I've, I'd never see people do dog collar matches because it's hard to do. Now, we use literally like fabric dog collars. It wasn't like a chain. But at the end of the day, we both had dog collars strapped to our necks as we were tied together. That's what a dog collar match is, primarily. Um, so basically, the reason I put this in is because it was a promo. Ryan attacked me in the middle of the promo. I'll keep going with that. And I am spending a lot of time on this feud but it's just because of how important this truly was to the bvp character and bryce van pelt and ryan and everyone in kwa slash ecw as well because this is one of the real big first storytelling moments of our careers uh and then it happened ecw bvp versus ryan rollins in a dog collar match march 20th 2015 ryan beats me gets the girl we have the big old oh happy day uh both in the EBW versus ECW ladder match, I tried hitting Ryan's girlfriend, and he stopped me. And yet again, in this dog collar match, he did the same. Uh, and that's how he won the dog collar match and is now the EBW champion. He won his title back from his promotion in this match. So the dog collar match happened. And the very final Ryan Rollins BVP kind of thing that happened that was notable, at this point at least... 
Uh, it it was. Well, we do pick up with the Ryan Rollins storyline. The more things go on, but there's some things in between that I wanted to point out. Um, BVP versus Ryan Rollins versus the Sickness, April twenty first, twenty fifteen. Did I say the date of the dog collar match? We're going to say I did. If not, it's March 20th, 2015. Uh, but BVP versus Ryan Rollins versus The Sickness, April 21st, 2015. A match for the ECW Championship. I did not win. In fact, I was the first eliminated. Uh, but Ryan Rollins and The Sickness were the final two. And The Sickness won to become the ECW Champion. I kind of just pointed that out because it was kind of the end to this story, at least. Um, but yeah. So with that... Real quickly, we're going to take you to one of our sponsors of the podcast uh, and sit tight for this ad read, and we will be right back. Psst. Psst. Hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a professional wrestler. Let me tell you about some of the promotions that I currently work for and have worked for in the past but still want to help support. Let me start with the ones that I don't work for anymore, such as KWA and DCW. KWA stands for Keystone Wrestling Alliance, which is also the name of the YouTube channel that you can find them at. They have such wrestlers as Graves, Jacob Stone, Dabbing J. Rollins, and Cheeks, and every once in a while they bring in some megastars from other promotions. They are that primary wrestler's wrestler company. It's just about wrestling there. But on the flip side of it, you have DCW. DCW Extreme as they go by on YouTube. You can see other wrestlers such as Dilvon, Jacob Yeager, Chaos the Clown, Ivan the Social Media Messiah battle it out in some hardcore deathmatch wrestling where they hit each other with light tubes, barbed wire, you name it. And now that I got that out of the way, let's talk about some promotions that I currently work for, such as WTW. Stands for White Trash Wrestling. Yes, I know it sounds odd, but I recently worked the show with The Sandman. The Sandman was there, and I wrestled in front of The Sandman because of White Trash Wrestling. And yes, it is yet another deathmatch wrestling show where you could find such wrestlers as Robbo Stoner, Tank, uh, Mikey White Trash, and wrestlers such as myself. Uh, and I'm going to be doing primarily the wrestling aspect of WTW and not many deathmatches. But more importantly than that, let's talk about my new home promotion, Newberg Underground Wrestling, which you can find them on YouTube as that. You could see such wrestlers as myself, the King of the Mountain, Navon McDonald, Shadow Grimm, the Reeds, Johnny and Allen. They have people like Mike Perillo and David Monell. They have a lot of great talent over at NUW and actual great technical wrestlers. So make sure you go and check out all of those channels, Keystone Wrestling Alliance, DCW Extreme, White Trash Wrestling, WTW, and Newberg Underground Wrestling. Because if you don't check them out, whether it's YouTube or Instagram, you're definitely missing out. And we're back. So funny enough, I kind of jumped the gun. (laughs) I recorded this already but actually like skipped the section, so I had to re-record it. So this is technically a re-recording. Uh, but what I said basically in the first recording was, we just got done talking about the Ryan Rollins feud, and that really took a big old toll on my life. Like that was a big, hard time for me. Like that was one of the hardest times of my life. I was very depressed at the time. I had a lot of stuff going on with with uh, others and in my personal life. And it took a big, big toll on me. As you heard earlier, I literally carved a letter into my name because it drove me that crazy. 
uh, which nothing should ever drive you that crazy. If you guys aren't doing too great, you know, even if you have to, go on my Instagram, hit me up. I'll talk to you. I don't give a shit. I'll talk to anybody. Um, <laughs> that okay? Maybe I should retract that statement. If you're a cool, genuine person who needs somebody to talk to and isn't a fucking weirdo, give me a text. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we had the triple threat match. I'm trying to find where I was. Okay. Okay, I got it. So then we have ECW Classics BVP versus The Machine, May 7th, 2015. Now, the reason this is so notable is because in this video, I cut a promo in the very beginning of it saying basically that The Machine's girlfriend is cheating on him. I think around this time, he told me that she was cheating on him, and I was a big old fan of John Moxley, so I kind of just recreated a John Moxley promo. But that started the feud between myself and The Machine, which there is going to be a lot of stuff happening between him and I. After that match, I kind of went away for a bit. Like I said, that was a classics episode, so that was pre-recorded. So technically, the last time I wrestled was when I wrestled in that triple threat. And then I went away for a while. Uh, but August 6, 2015, BVP returns as BVP takes on Jay Rollins. August 6, 2015. I hope I said that right. The reason this match is so notable um, is because we, we had this match. It was a good match. It was a hardcore match. It was, yet again, one of my very first flips through a table. One of the more important ones. Um, but at the end of the match, the sickness attacks me because I say that I'm the most hardcore man in ECW slash KWA. We'll just say ECW, but you know what I'm talking about. I mainly mean KWA. Um, so he challenges me to a match. And on August 9th, 2015, BVP takes on the sickness. This was the flaming table. The very first flaming table and last as of now that I've ever done in my career. I put the sickness through a flaming table to win the match. Yeah, it was very, very notable because yet again, more of the BVP and sickness feud. This feud went on for years. And another feud that went on for years, we got BVP taking on Ryan Rollins yet again, September 29th, 2015. Uh, let me just look through. I think this might have been. Yeah, okay. So this was one of the very last matches between myself and Ryan Rollins. Er, oh, I'm sorry. I messed that whole thing up. It's Bryce Van Pelt versus Ryan Rollins, September 13th, 2015. We wrestled in a trampoline. Um, and this isn't the end of the feud. This is like, we, we, we picked it back up because yet again, it's still the same story. I did not know who I was at the time. And Ryan was trying to help me find me. Ryan beat me. And then I broke back into the BVP character because Ryan beat me in that match. So I went from BVP to Bryce Van Pelt and back to BVP uh, because of Ryan Rollins. September 29th, 2015, we got BVP taking on Ryan Rollins yet again. The reason I added this match is because yet again, it adds on to the story. But more importantly, <laughs> in the middle of this match, we were wrestling on the ground. We cross the street and start to wrestle in a dollar general. Or no, family dollar. So, yeah, we wrestled in a store. Um, and not even really wrestled. Kind of just walked around together for a while and would hit each other with things here and there. Uh, but, yeah, so that happened. And then, again, back to the machine storyline. And this, he's not in this match, but this does help with the storyline, and I'll tell you why. October 28th, 2015, BVP versus Jay Rollins, a 60-minute Iron Man match. Yes, we legitimately wrestled for 60 minutes. We set a timer and everything and wrestled for that long. But at the end of the match, Jay Rollins won by a couple minutes. 
or seconds actually, because the machine's girlfriend, the one I was talking about earlier, who said I well, was cheating on him, attacked me, attacked me, and helped Jay win the match. What does this mean? Why did that even happen? I don't know. We're gonna find out. Uh, but after this, Jay Rollins and I became Iron Sabbath. Iron Sabbath was a group that myself, Ryan, and Jay kind of formed together. But this is kind of where we brought the group back, and it was just myself and Jay uh, after this match. But then ECW BVP takes on The Machine in a fenced hell match, November 4th, 2015. I bet you're all wondering, what the hell is a fenced hell match? A fenced hell match is where you're in this baseball field that has a fence, and you have to climb the fence and get out of the baseball field to win the match. I know, silly, but it was fun. It was creative. We were being creative. We were kids. We had all this creativity in our head that we just used. And that's why I love this so much, because it's all of you people using your creativity to put on some great shows. And with me, I used my creativity to make some great stories throughout the years, whether they were bad or good. Um, so BVP versus The Machine in a fenced hell match. The Machine did beat me. Or no, I beat The Machine. That's right, I beat The Machine in this match. But it built onto the story, and we will find out why in a bit. Because after this, it was announced that myself and Jay Rollins were going to take on The Machine and his girlfriend. His girlfriend's gimmick name was Becky Colaray. Colare, so we will use her gimmick name throughout this. Um, and then ECW Hell March, November 17, 2015. It was myself versus the sickness. The very last match of myself and the sickness. We did not wrestle again after this. There was no more BVP versus the sickness. I lie. We did wrestle, but I was not BVP. I did not play the BVP character after that point uh, of him and I wrestling. I would still be BVP, but him and I just did not wrestle again while i was bvp so this was truly the very last bvp versus the sickness match and i won i won this match and it was bvp beating the sickness for a second time november 17 2015 it's so notable because this also ends the sickness and bvp feud but more importantly i beat the sickness i got that win that i thought i had years ago i got that win back that i thought i had let me find the date here January 13th, 2013, I got that win back in November 17th, 2015. So take a look at that. I did not beat the sickness for that long, for two years, a year, two years, I'd say two years. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's storytelling right there. Again, creativity. And then it happened. November 30th, 2015, we have Iron Sabbath taking on The Machine and Becky Colaray. Now, the thing that makes this so odd, A, it's the ending to the story, um, but Jay didn't show up, so it was just me. And I was the only one supposed to be taking on The Machine and Becky Colaray. But here's where we swerved everybody. And I'm getting really into this now, because this stuff's entertaining. Um, <laughs> November 30th, 2015, the match is happening. The bell rings. And Becky Colaray low blows the machine and joins Iron Sabbath. She was this like fangirl character to us, to me and Jay, which is funny as hell looking back at. Because <laughs> who would be? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that started the feud between us. And she joined and it was a big deal. Um, and here is where it kind of all fizzled out. ECW, there's a war on our hands. January 23rd, 2016. This was a promo segment where myself, 
Becky Colaray and my current girlfriend at the time beat the hell out of the machine to end the feud between myself and the machine from this point on. It will pick up, but from this point on, him and I are done. That's the end of the feud. And we beat the hell out of him with kendo sticks. Like, we were literally beating the hell out of the machine with these kendo sticks. Uh, ECW World War Three. We got BVP versus Colin Russo, February 17th, 2016. If BVP loses, he retires. And funny enough, Colin Russo beat me at this show, and I retired. And legitimately, yet again, I was gone for a few months. Okay, maybe one month, uh, <laughs> looking back at it. But yeah, to me, that was a big deal. Like, I retired. That was it. There was no BVP. I was doing other characters, obviously, but BVP was done because Colin Russo beat me. Um, And it was the debut of Colin Russo also, so it was big for him. He debuted and beat the biggest guy on the roster and retired the best guy on the roster at the time. Um, And arguably. (laughs) It was February 7th, 2016. April 19th, 2016, the very first Battle Fest, a staple of KWA now. BVP took on Colin Russo in a Japanese death match. BVP came back to get his revenge on Colin Russo and absolutely obliterated him, even doing an elbow drop through a table at the end of the match. BVP won. Colin Russo kind of just fizzled out at that point, uh, and he was gone for a while. And then... We have a big old break in between that because this is when we joined WBW. Um, And I'm not going to really go into the WBW stuff in this episode because it's not KWA slash ECW. I mainly want this to be about KWA and ECW. So we're not going to go into WBW. If you really want me to, I'll do a separate episode on WBW. But that's if you guys really, really want me to do it. I doubt I will. I doubt you guys will really want to see that because it's kind of just it's it's not even really storytelling it's just stuff happened i was a former wbw champion i won the title around this time but it's not really notable um and also this was around the time that i was doing stuff with dbw which that we will cover in another episode once we get on to my dbw stuff uh and i do plan on doing each promotion separately so there will be an nuw episode there will be a dbw episode and such on so forth uh and there will be times that we get deep diving into the victor van pelt character as well as what I am now, the absolute professional. So this is, I'm literally giving you a whole rundown of my career, and this is just part one. So, some time goes by as we're wrestling for WBW. Um, and August 12th, 2016, it happens. The ECW return show as BVP takes on Jay Rollins. Now, there's nothing too notable about this. I kind of just completely buried Jay Rollins in this match. Uh, so I'm not really going to go too much into it. But here's what I will go into. At the very end of the show... I think it was Ryan Rollins in the machine. It might have been for the ECW title. But I interfered and inserted myself into the match with help from RJ Carnage. At this time, I was a babyface. But this is where I turned heel and joined with RJ. And we attacked both Ryan Rollins and the machine to give myself the ECW championship. Uh, So then ECW TV, August 20th, 2016. It's myself versus MP3. I came in thinking that I had the night off. RJ Carnage and I were talking our shit. Uh, and I was like, oh, I got the night off. I don't have to worry. I have the night off tonight. But sure enough, no, I did not. I did not have the night off because MP3 came out and scheduled the match. MP3 was the GM at the time. He scheduled the match between myself and him, and I wrestled him right then and there. Did not get my gear on or nothing. ECW TV, the September 10th 
and September 11th tribute shows uh, for, obviously, 9-11. It was myself versus The Machine on both shows, and I beat The Machine on both shows for the ECW Championship. The first one, it was a clean-cut, hardcore match. I beat The Machine fair and square, but the second show is when things get interesting. RJ Cartage is out of the picture at this point, but... Oh, wait, I skipped. Did I skip that? I might have skipped that. Shoot, yeah, I did skip that. Let's backtrack a little bit here. September 6, 2016, I wrestled the machine and retained the ECW championship. Did it again on the uh, 10th show, and now September 11th. It's him and myself in a hardcore match yet again for the ECW championship. At the end of the match, with help from Phoenix, uh, now known as Casey James or Caden phoenix or case i don't he i don't know man he has too many damn names um but he helped me with the match and i retained the ecw championship now we have our very two final notable matches in the career of bvp this is where it all ends um obviously in between this there's the bew ecw crossover show but like i said earlier i'm going to talk about that once i do the nuw episode so, October 24th, 2016, we have Zach versus Bryce, the Psycho Clown Van Pelt. Now, a lot of you might not know this, might not know this, I mean you should if you watch the video, but this was the debut of Zach the Hellhound Romeg. I beat Zach the Hellhound Romeg October 24th, 2016. And yeah, that, that's where it all started. Zach the Hellhound Romig started in KWA, and that is how it happened. Yeah, interesting, right? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> A little chuckle. December 11th, 2016, the very final match for BVP. It was done after this point. There was no Bryce Psycho Clown. There was no BVP. ECW, BVP's second birthday bash. It all ends on the birthday bash, which is a big deal to me. Uh, It's crazy to think about that all of this time, all of this storytelling, all of this career arc just ends out of nowhere. And it ends because here's why. It was BVP versus MP3, the very final match between him and I. Him and I were having this match. It was a grand old time, of course. And at the end of the match, MP3's girlfriend at the time, uh, Brie, some of you might know her as Mama Brie, if you watch any of the old videos. I think she was like something angel at the time. I don't fucking know. Um, so anyway, at the end of the match, she comes in the ring and hits me in the face with a cupcake. Now, little did people know this cupcake had chemicals in it that brainwashed me into becoming Victor Van Pelt. So that is how the Victor Van Pelt character was born. I got hit in the face with a cupcake and it turned me into Victor Van Pelt. Yeah, that's how it happened. Um... And I will go on to the origin story and whatnot about what happened with Victor Van Pelt after this episode and when I get into the Victor Van Pelt story. But I'm not going to do that right now because this is obviously the end of the BVP story. And that is where we will leave it. Yeah, it was a wild and crazy ride, if I must say so myself. I did a lot of things I shouldn't have, but never forgot it, though. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Steven Adams. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was something that I would look back on fondly. I I do look back on fondly watching it back. I'm like, man, this is cringe. I cringed a lot doing this. And a lot of this kind of hurt too, going back and listening to all this and watching all this, because like I said, it was a very rough patch in my life, especially that middle part, but we did it. 
we got it all over with. We talked about the BVP career from 2011 to 2016. That's a crazy long jump. Um, and, you know, Victor Van Pelt was a long-ass time, too. I'd say that was roughly like 2016 to 2019, 2020, one of the two. I don't know. But like I said, we'll get more into the Victor Van Pelt stuff, the, the DBW stuff, the WBW stuff. If you guys really want, just let me know. Uh, the NUW stuff and whatnot. So yeah, thank you all, if you did listen to this, for joining me on this episode of the Absolute Podcast. I had a lot of fun doing this one. I've been your host, the Absolute Professional Bryce Van Pelt. And before we truly end this episode, let's take you to our final ad of the show. Thank you. I know you're enjoying this episode of the Absolute Podcast, but let me just take this moment to tell you about RSS.com. RSS.com provides all the features you need to succeed in podcasting. It has an all-in-one dashboard, easy to use, and powerful interface that you'll love. Make your podcast your own with custom cover art, episode art, and chapter art. Share your episodes on social media and embed them in your external websites using their custom episode player and more. It has cross-platform analytics. With RSS.com's cross-platform analytics, you'll get the insights you need to understand your audience and grow your show. Once you start uploading episodes, you'll get instant access to your metrics. You'll be able to get things such as sponsors and even your episodes of your podcast distributed on sites like Spotify and Apple Music. And if that doesn't sell it for you, I'm literally using it right now to create this podcast, this episode that you're currently listening to of the Absolute Podcast. So go on RSS.com right now and sign up and start your own podcast today to be just like the Absolute Professional.